If you're thinking of, of something you want to get return on and rent it out, I mean, I think that's a great starter area and probably one of the most upcoming areas. Yeah. I mean, it's just blooming. Like you turn around and there's another building or there's yeah. another condominium or yeah. there's beachfront something. Yeah. Welcome to Real Estate in Paradise with Coldwell Banker La Costa, your experts in buying and selling real estate in the Mexican paradise of Puerto Vallarta. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Estate in Paradise. I'm Jesse. I'm Chelsea. And today we're going to talk about Puerto Vallarta. So we're going to talk about everything you need to know, whether you're thinking of relocating here, coming to visit, we're talking all things Puerto Vallarta. So let's just jump right into it. Our first topic today, we're going to be talking about safety, right? And really how safe is Puerto Vallarta? You know, you come to a foreign country and you want to know, am I going to be, am I safe here? Family-wise, to raise a family, young children. Right, right. For sure. And Puerto Vallarta is one of those places that is extremely safe. And I think, too, because we are a tourist destination, there is a super high level of emphasis put on the sense of security, right? Of course, of course. Definitely. And I know in my experience, I can feel totally safe walking back, let's say from a dinner late up, a late night dinner with friends. I can walk the streets at 11, 12 at night and still feel totally safe. Oh, of course. You can get into a taxi at that hour and you know that there's still movement on the street. There's people around. Like yeah. you don't feel that scaredness of you getting a taxi or transportation on that something things going to happen to you. So I think that that is a big deal. Right, exactly. You know, I was doing a little bit of research and I saw that Puerto Vallarta actually has significantly lower crime rates than major U.S. cities like New York, Los Angeles, Miami. So I think that that's really important to consider when, you know, you're thinking about moving down here to, to Mexico and to Puerto Vallarta, especially, you know, it's a super safe environment and... I gotta say, I've never felt unsafe here. No, of course. No, I, like, I, having young children, I've been able to walk them to school, pick them up walking by myself. I've walked to different stores by myself, and I never feel like I'm in danger. Whereas you might go to another city and you have that in your mind where you're like, okay, I gotta be careful. I gotta hold on to my bag, put your phone away, take off jewelry. You know, you don't feel that vibe in Puerto Vallarta at all, for sure. Yeah. And especially now in New York, I mean, I've been reading what's going on because as you guys know, we're from New York, you know, it's just like stabbings happening daily on the subways, um, just all kinds of like murders and you know, I just, it's really bad right now in, in New York. Oh, for and sure. I gotta say, I feel so relieved and grateful that I'm here right now because I know my safety is not at risk. Of course. And I'm just imagining, like, if I was still in New York, I would be scared for my life just trying to get to work on the subways. Yeah, exactly. And I think that gives you a peace of mind and calmness to do your day-to-day that that you don't have that stress above everything else on life of your for your safety and your day-to-day things. So I think it is important when you're thinking of where to move tropically or, or in Mexico, for say, that you need to... I think that's like a big pro when moving to a yeah. different country. That's safety, something you... Yeah. You're, you're set. You never exactly. Have to worry, which I think is great. Yeah, for um, sure. And I know a lot of other residents can attest to that. Well, now let's talk about cost of living, right? That's yes. a huge thing that I'm sure everyone wants to know about. How much is it going to cost me, let's say, per month to live? On a budget yeah. or not on a budget. Yeah. And I think we need to kind of go on, obviously, we're going to go on the middle class budget type costs. So basically, we took 
some data from PV or from our own experiences, basically what it costs to live in PV now on, let's say on a budget. So if you want to do groceries, like what we could, you could do, there's these stores that are called abarrotes, so they're small stores, you in New York, yeah, you call, call them delis. delis or bodegas. So what they are, they have your meat, cheese, ham, bread, like all your basics. Fruit, Fruit exactly. Mm -hmm. And also some of the other options are La Comer, Walmart, uh, what are Sam's, Costco, yeah. etc. You have like all your big stores as well. So if you're keeping in a budget, roughly it's anywhere between 2,000 to 6,000 pesos per month to keep a right. stocked kitchen, yeah. basically. And about this, the delis would be kind of, if you're really looking to save money, that's where you would go grocery shop. Oh yeah, for sure. And they are on every corner, yeah. every street. Totally. Like, they are not hard to find. Yeah. Like, if you cannot find one, I don't know where you are. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You can always find one. There's place. always something. And La Comer would kind of be maybe like the whole food. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. they have gourmet stuff. They have different kinds of meats that you yeah. wouldn't be able to get on in other stores. I mean, yeah. they have different salsas, yeah. uh, everything. They, yeah, have they have an international section, too. Exactly. So if you're going to do sushi night, you can get some rice, paper. They have everything. Sauce, so for definitely. sure. So you definitely do have your options for buying groceries in PV. Mm -hmm. If you want to keep it cheap or you want to buy something that you're missing from at home, etc., you can definitely find it. Yeah. And then for eating out, mm. eating out, definitely. I mean, there's the taco stands, torta stands. There's different tacos for in the morning, afternoon, mm. at night. I mean, you can always find street food or you can eat out like there's a restaurant, Sonora Grill, Madalena. Yeah, those would be maybe on the... On the Campo Mar. Yeah. yeah, those are nice dining and yeah. you would probably spend a little bit out of this budget that we would give you that what it costs to live in right. pv so roughly for eating out we were saying about four thousand pesos per person mm -hmm. per month yeah. so that's with you could go to tacos in the street in la cruz yeah. you could go what were the other two that you said the two other names of the taco stands uh, okay so there's one called chambari tacos and those are right by the airport actually my favorite breakfast tacos they have, my personal favorite are eggs with cactus. Mm. Sounds a little crazy for us at home. When I lived in New York, my first came on vacation here and I tried them. I was like, cactus with eggs? Like, how does that work? <laughs> but they're super, super good. And the other favorite place that I, my other favorite taco stand for sure is right here in the romantic zone and it's called Galapagos. Oh. Incredible fish tacos. They have tacos like Haiba, which is crab. They have just so many options. <laughs> Yeah, they have a great variety of places you can yeah. eat out, different types of food. They have little boutique restaurants. Yeah. I just saw a restaurant that's here, I believe it's Playa de los Muertos, mm -hmm. that it's like a table and all around your table it's water. Mm. So I'm that's dying to so go cool. there. Yeah. I know, but there's so many cute different restaurants. There's El Cliff that's up oh, on the mountains. That's like a romantic spot. I mean, there you have, you will not be right. out of choices Definitely. ever. Ever. No, for sure. And for transportation, I think something for transportation is really important when you are moving to a place because some most people move to a different country or city and they don't have a car. Right. So you're like, what are the distances? How am I going to get there? How expensive? How I can fit that into my budget, mm -hmm. etc. So bus fare is about 10 pesos. 
And there is buses from anywhere inland to shoreline to north to south. Like you can yeah. get around PV, and they have great, great yeah. transportation. It's about ten pesos, right? It's like fifty cents. Exactly. On a bus to get you from one one side of the town to the other. Exactly. And Ubers, we do have Ubers here in Puerto Vallarta. And honestly, I, I've never had a complaint about Ubers. Like I, I know there was a there was a huge talk about the safety with ubers and everything blah, blah blah but i've gone in ubers in the middle of the night i've gone in ubers all since the beginning and i've never felt unsafe in them so just adding to the safety thing as well and usually uber can go anywhere from 80 plus pesos depending on the distance depending on the hour just like in any city so it is it's available and it's not expensive for no, sure. No. There's also taxi stations that are probably a little bit cheaper depending where you pick them up from. Yeah, it all it all depends. I mean, it depends where you're getting the taxi from or where you're getting the Uber from, the distance for sure. you're going. But it's definitely a lot cheaper than New York. I got to tell you that. To get <laughs> oh, like two sure. boxes, it was like $20. I was like, how is this possible? So definitely cheaper than New York. And then also a uh, super important thing to keep in mind is Puerto Vallarta is more or less like a walking city. Oh right? yeah, for sure. Totally I mean, you could, we just walked to the coffee shops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it took exactly. us three minutes. Yeah. Um, you can basically walk anywhere. I mean, bike, bike, bike paths going up now. Yeah. Well. In Nueva Vallarta, they have this whole boulevard of bike um, mm-hmm. sidewalk I took my kids the other day. Um, I can walk to the store, like we call them the abarrotes, or the convenience store. You can, I used to pick up my kids walking, or we would take our bikes to school. So honestly, I mean, it's definitely friendly for walking or biking. Even I think on some of the main roads, they have bike lanes. Yeah, they have bike lanes. You know, they're starting to... But they're they're popping up all over the bike lanes. You know, I think when I got here three years ago, there wasn't wasn't, Mm -hmm. and now they're realizing a lot of people are looking to bike around the city, so Mm -hmm. making it bike friendly, which I think is great, and also of course helps with cost of living. (laughs) Exactly, and I think in every little community here in PV, like maybe Olas Altas, the downtown area. You have everything close by. And then yeah. if you live in Versailles, you got everything close by there. If you yeah. live in Nueva Vallarta, you got everything close by. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes it nice that every little community has your basics that yeah, you need. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. It's only really if you're going from one neighborhood to the other, then you might want to hop on a bus or something like that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I think cost of living is so doable I mean, there's ways to keep it cheap. There's ways to spend if you want yeah. to spend, of and course, like any day. Exactly. Um, exactly. One from one extreme to the next, they're all doable. What about cost of renting? Well, since I moved here, I have rented now, I think, six homes wow. in six different areas in PV. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've moved a lot in PV. Yeah. Just because, you know, you... You want to try everything out. Yeah, you you see this house and you're like, oh my God, it's so cheap. Okay, I want to go there now. Or I had another child and so we needed a bigger house. Or because we want to get another dog and so we want the backyard, etc. There's so many options. I've mostly only lived in the Marina of Puerto Vallarta and in Nuevo Vallarta. I haven't really ventured out too much. In my three years, I've only lived in one condominium complex called Marina Golf. (laughs) And it's in Marina, Vallarta. 
And I just, I can't even think about moving. Is it's, it three bed, three baths? Uh, it's two? Two bed, two bath, and we're paying 18000 Pesos. Pesos. Okay. And you have a view of the we Marina. We have a view of the Marina, which also includes a beautiful backdrop of the Sierra Madre Mountains. Um, we're overlooking the yachts and the little malecon. So I guess what we would maybe say is like boardwalk, but mm-hmm. it's more like a walking path. It's not... Not like a boardwalk. I mean, yeah. you can see all the yachts and the yeah. boats and... There's restaurants there's nearby. Restaurants. It's great. I love living there. It's a very central area to be. Yeah. So, I mean, for two bed, two bath, mm-hmm. you can get it for 18000 so roughly. And I used to live in Villanova, which is like an engated community in Nova Yarta. And it has the amenities of pool, gym, tennis court, basketball court, playground, playground dog park, everything. And it was a three bed, three bath, and I was paying 14,000 pesos. Okay. So if you, I mean, Marina tends to be a little bit more expensive because it's more in the heart of PV. And then if you go a little bit out to Nova Yarta or a little bit more inland, mm-hmm. you can definitely find very nice new houses, etc., right. for a little bit cheaper. Or you could go to like the, Gated communities like El Tigre, which has the golf course, which is probably one of the most known golf courses around here. It's more exclusive. They have their club and they have their gym and they have their Olympic sized pool Mm -hmm. and all that side thing. You can, oh yeah, definitely. You can find houses for rent there for 80,000 pesos plus. So I'm talking like five, six, seven Mm -hmm. bedrooms. So I mean, there definitely are options. And I mean, it all depends on location. I mean, if you are just a couple wanting to move down here and rent, you could find something downtown here. Mm-hmm. I mean, downtown here, you would probably be paying maybe about... I would say upwards of twenty five. Of 25000 But if you Jesus. convert that into U.S. dollars or Canadian that's dollars, that's less than what somebody would pay in a house in Canada. Or for a closet. And- <laughs> exactly. I mean, and you have in downtown here, right downstairs below all these apartments, you have restaurants, you have stores, you have bars, you have so access to the beach. In that price that you're paying, like you're paying a little more, right, to live in this area. But you're also not going to be spending, spending as much on transportation. Oh, no. Exactly. That's what I was saying, that each community has, like, their right. specialties. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you like to go out and eat a lot. Okay, maybe downtown. Right. Or you like to go walk your dogs and bike and be close mm-hmm. to the beach. No, Vallarta. Right. Exactly. Or, I mean, the marina area mm-hmm. where you just have everything right. into your access. Exactly. And I think something that's really interesting to keep in mind, too, is that rental prices are completely on the rise. You know, I think... Especially in Nueva Yarta right now that they're building Vidanta. Uh, yeah. I mean, I rented last year for 14000 and right now it's up to 16000 Wow. So, it, I mean, it's just going to keep going up and up and up and up yeah. and up, which is... Which is great if you're looking to buy. Exactly, and for an investment. return on investment by renting your property out when you're not here year-round. Yeah, so, for sure. I think that's a great segue now into what it costs to buy, right? So... Price points with the Puerto Vallarta real estate, of course, all have to do with location and the size of the property you want to buy, right? So I think really to kind of get more of a sense of this, it's good to take a look at some examples of properties that we have currently on the market. Uh So let's say you're looking to invest in a pre-construction opportunity. Pre-construction is great because you get to choose the unit you want. You get a really discounted price because they're still constructing it. And by the time that they deliver the keys to you, your property value has already increased tenfold. Hmm. I mean, it's just incredible. 
And you know that you have a brand new condominium waiting for you by the uh, delivery date. And what's great about reconstruction is, you know, you can rent it out, you know, half of the year. Exactly. And see an amazing return on investment. So Marasul is a great reconstruction opportunity that we have right now in Busarias. It's a beachfront um, luxury condominium complex. And it has a million luxury amenities, a rooftop pool. And it's beautiful. Pet shower for if you're walking your dog and you come <laughs> off the beach and you got to rinse them off before you come Oh, the I house. love that. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of perks to Marasua living. And those are upwards of $300,000. I mean, for a beachfront condo, that's pretty incredible. No, for sure. And if you're thinking of of something you want to get return on and rent it out, I mean, I think that's a great starter area and place to, yeah. if you want, okay, I'm going to buy my first. To rent in Busarias. All of the it is an upcoming, down. probably one of the most upcoming areas, yeah. second to Nayarit, downtown. Nayarit. Uh, Nayarit, probably one of the most upcoming. Yeah. I mean, it's just blooming. Like you turn around and there's another building or yeah. there's another condominium or yeah. there's beachfront something. Yeah. It's a great time, I think, to invest in Busarias. And Marasol is amazing because it has... A lot of the luxury amenities that you don't really see in mm-hmm. other Busarias condominium complex. Yeah, that's so, so true. So it's definitely upping the game, and I think it's going to be a big ticket item for those looking to rent. So if you're looking to buy in Busarias, Marasul is incredible. There's also Condo Chez Danset. That's a listing we have right now in Centro North. So right now we're in the romantic zone at one of our offices, and Single Lady Siembre is a neighborhood just right around the corner from romantic zone. Um, it's a little more, bit more north, maybe five minutes more north heading towards the marina. And that's where you'll have, you know, the Malecon, you have the church. So it's a, definitely a very lively area as well. You have restaurants, amarotes, everything you, have, you could ever need. Uh, clubs. Clubs. Oh, yeah. You have everything. Exactly. Um, so that is a two-bed, two-bath in Single Lake Siembre. It's tucked a little bit backwards into the mountains. Um, but you do have an amazing ocean view, and that's running at $229,000. So, I mean, that's like a seal. And then, of course, there's a huge rental potential on that for the, oh, of course. For the owners. Of course, of um, course. And then, you know, we have a new listing, actually. It's called Yvarta123. That is a home located in the marina. Marina Vallarta, super exclusive area to live in, um, very desirable. And that is a five-bedroom, six-bathroom, and it's priced at $486,000. So that's, like, incredible. You can definitely rent that out. For sure. Um, you know, if you don't choose to live in there year-round. But also, if you do choose to live in whatever property you buy year-round, you can be sure that by the time you sell it, the property value is going to have skyrocketed yeah, since we bought Of course. I mean, I was looking at a video the other day about what you can buy for 1.1 million in BC or just mm-hmm. under a million. And the houses I was looking at them, they're going, none of them were new. They were all fixer uppers. Mm-hmm. They were one bedroom or two bedroom, or they were just really small, dark mm-hmm. places for a million dollars where you could be getting here, a million dollars gets you so far. So, so far. far. I mean, for house, 200, 300, 400 thousand yeah. dollars, you're getting these like a large house or oh, condos with a view like or brand new. Yeah. 
Like I, I just, I think that's incredible. Yeah, it's really, it's really great. The part of the real estate market is, you just get a lot of bang for your buck. For sure. Like it's incredible. Um, and then of course, you know, we do have our luxury listings. There's one of our featured luxury listings right now, Son Reve, that is listed at six point five million dollars. It's a over twenty thousand square feet. Um, beautiful finishes, very modern beachfront in San Pancho, located in a gated community very exclusive so here when it comes to the prices of renting and buying real estate in Puerto Vallarta all has to do with location for sure and size of the property and that goes for anywhere too really yeah but here your dollar goes a long way oh for sure yeah. I mean I thought that was just insane I was watching the video and I'm like how is it that we're selling houses five times the size of this for like a third for, of the price yeah, exactly it's incredible it's incredible yeah. plus you're in a tropical area you have access to the beach or you have yeah. access to a pool yeah. or you have a beautiful view right. or I just there's so many pluses yeah. to buying a home I here i mean it's just insane exactly. and to jump a little bit more into the lifestyle we wanted to talk to you guys about the top beaches in puerto because we have so many beaches so conscious chinas that would be what a little bit up it's like from here yeah it's five minutes south from the romantic zone so a little bit south up yeah. that way and jesse was telling me i mean it's I like my favorite it's beach. her favorite beach actually okay so it has incredibly easy beach access it's funny you actually park on a street called easy street oh that's so funny <laughs> and there's a staircase that takes you down to the conscious chinas beach one of my favorite things i have a two-year-old daughter she doesn't know how to swim yet so I always tend to be a little on edge when we go to the beach. And I love Contrastinas because there are rocks that naturally form these little pools. As ocean waves come in, they just create little pools within these um, rocks. And it's just it's super cool. I don't have to worry about Daphne you know, going too far or anything like that. Um, yeah, for she sure. She stays right, right there, which is great. Is so there a restaurant safe. on that beach? Yeah, there's one called El Set, mm-hmm. but it is actually a little bit closer to the beginning of Conchas Chinas. Mm. This tends to be, the access that I'm talking about is kind of towards the end, okay. and there's no restaurant there. There are people who have chairs and tables that mm-hmm. you can rent for the day, but you know, it's super easy to just stop at an OXO or any other convenience store and bring whatever oh, you want. Bring, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so if you translate the name oh. of the beach, it's called Chinese Shells. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. I think that's yeah. really pretty. Yeah. Also, another place I think would probably be Lidibu over mm. by Punta Amita area. Yeah. They have some beautiful beaches over Lidibu there. Is Lidibu great. is great. Like white sand, super clear water. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's definitely beautiful. I mean, there's that's probably one of a dozen beaches over there that are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I remember I went to this one and I can't... It, you're going on the highway to Punta Mita. There's a gas station right in front. Everybody parks their cars. And oh, then La they Lancha. La Lancha. La Lancha. That it's is great for surfing. Great surfer, for surfing. That's where you want to go. And they have beautiful rocks mm-hmm. up the side oh, for pictures I and actually, everything. Well, we didn't. I did my maternity shoot in Lidibu, but there's like a beach literally right next to it called Cañajeros. Yeah, something uh-huh. like that. And it's incredible. I mean, talk about like beautiful rocks. We did it at the golden hour. So it's mm-hmm. like when, when the sun is setting. For sure. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. 
And they all have really nice sunsets over there. Yeah. I think probably exactly. one of the best sunsets are in Punta yeah. de Mita. For sure. For sure. And yeah. then there's Los Muertos. Ah, well, now, if you want to party, you want to people yeah. watch, you want to go to a beach club, yeah. you want to go to a and restaurant for drinks. That's where you got to go. Yeah, Los Muertos for sure. Mm-hmm. Probably not the best for swimming. Definitely not yeah. for young children. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't would, really swim in Los Muertos. I'll go to Conchas Chinas. Mm-hmm. I'll also go to Punta Negra, which is like a little bit more south mm-hmm. um those are my favorite places to swim and of course Punta Mita and, and also i mean we're just talking on the shoreline access right yeah. here through pv but then you can get on a little lancha oh, a little boat and you can go to the kimixto yeah. you can yeah. go to what other places are over there yalapa, is yalapa maraica which is a beach club over yeah. there which That's is really cool Majavitas too that's the amazing thing about puerto Vallarta. You can just hop on a water taxi and in 10 minutes you're in a totally different environment. Exactly. It's incredible. No, yeah, for sure. They, yeah. I think there's great beaches. And then you can venture out a little bit outside yeah. of PV and you can find Sayulita and all these small little beach towns with amazing beaches. So right. definitely if you are looking for beach, you will find something yeah. of your liking here. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. So that is one part of the lifestyle in Puerto Vallarta. Another huge aspect of the lifestyle is the gastronomic experience and culture in PV. Jesse's passion. My passion, <laughs> you can literally find me precise all the time. Precise is the foodie neighborhood. It has amazing, amazing brunch spots, amazing dinner spots. And you know, this goes for fine dining. Whether you're on a budget to fine dining, there are definitely options. They for have you. a Precise. Greek restaurant. Greek restaurant. Mario Bistro, which is really cool. It's kind of like a boutique. Sit in the garden. There's a Ricea bar right next door. La Tosca is a great Italian place. Puerco de Oro is a taco stand, but not really a stand. It's, it's just a taco restaurant and best pork belly tacos you will ever have in your entire life. I'm vegan and I had one and I didn't regret it, so <laughs> that's a lot. And then Cha, which is my favorite brunch spot, I think. If you're looking for Jessie, that is where you will find her. (laughs) Um, There's also a spot called Miscellanea that is great. If you want to get some work done, just go and have a coffee. Um, I also go there a lot. What would you compare it to in a neighborhood from New York? Hmm. Versailles kind of reminds me of either probably the East Village or Williamsburg. Okay. Yeah. But it's hard because it has just such a personality. Oh, yeah, for sure. It has its own Mexican personality, everything. Yeah. And so there are some really incredible gastronomic opportunities here in PV. And no matter if you're on a budget or you're looking to, you know, spend it all, you can totally get it. For sure. And so we did kind of touch about the convenience services that Puerto Vallarta has. We talked about Costco. Who doesn't love Costco? La Comer, which is kind of like the Whole Foods of PV. Yeah, or like in, in Canada, I think we would call it more like a Safeway. A Safeway, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, or like a stop and shop. shop, exactly. Like so Puerto Vallarta has a lot of the conveniences and luxuries that we're used to in maybe Canada or the U.S. Um, 
and I think that being said, that creates a lot of comfort in PV, and you don't feel like, wow, I'm kind of in the boondocks over here. It's like, no, I have everything that I could ever want, and I never feel like, oh, I wish we had this, I wish we had that. Or the minute you feel like you need something, all of a sudden it's popping up, and you're like, oh, I was totally thinking I needed that, and now there's a store of it. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Pretty incredible. We also have a bunch of shopping malls that are great. If you're looking to buy some clothes for your hot date on Friday night... (laughs) Are you looking for some cozy PJs oh, or for a sure. suit? You can definitely find them. We have yeah. three, I think, really big yeah, malls that kind of stand out from all the rest. Yeah. One would be Galerias. Within Galerias, there is Liverpool. Which so where is where's that located? That's kind of near the marina. It's right in front of where all the cruise ships stop. Yeah. So you actually get a great view if you want to go to the food court. They exactly. Have a open terrace area. You can go out and enjoy the view. Um, there's also Liverpool, as I was saying. That's kind of a department store. Yeah, it's I like mean, a, you can get anything. Like or Nordstrom. Yeah, you can get anything from a fridge to slippers for your children. So, yeah. I mean, you can get everything. Bedding for your new bed. Yeah, a new a bed, plant. You, bed, you need a new bed, you don't have one. <laughs> everything. You can, yeah. yeah, it's probably one of the larger department stores. Yeah. Then there's like the Isla. La Isla, which is... Talk about luxury shopping. I mean, you got like the guests. Fine dining and shopping. <laughs> exactly. You got guests, Fair 21. You got Google Boss, Pandora, Mas, Birkenstar. Apple Store. Exactly. Yeah, you got everything there. Anything. So, I mean, you're not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you're not missing <laughs> anything. anything. No. You're not missing anything at all. <laughs> for and sure. In fact, you're living an incredible life, a great lifestyle for way, way less than you would ever pay in the US. And also, America. something I wanted to talk about is like, we have all these big stores, but also the amount of little boutique stores that we have of mm-hmm. handmade bags, jewelries, oh, uh, beach dresses, yeah. sandals, yeah. everything it, for like a non-expensive yeah. uh, lifestyle. Maybe you're not going to always want to buy a Ugo Boss yeah, t-shirt exactly. or something. Maybe you're going to want to have something more handmade or hand-selected. Right. The amount artisanal, of boutique. Artisanal. artisanal yeah. Or even just our... I mean, I have a dozen of friends that have their right. sh- um, stores with yeah. all of their clothes and everything yeah. like that. So honestly, you have the best of both worlds, yeah. for sure. You can shop sure. local, you can shop non-local. Um, the options are pretty much endless here. Yeah, for and sure. It's really cool because within Cha, that restaurant I was just talking about, there's a store right behind it called Ilo Yamad. Mm. And they have really great linen pieces. Okay. I mean, I think if you have lived here during the summer, you know that linen is it's probably your material best friend. you're going to need. Yeah, probably going to be your best friend. <laughs> exactly. Um, so there are a lot of really cool little fashion boutiques as well that are kind of tucked in there. And once you find them, you're like, okay, I found my spot. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I definitely found one the other day and I was like, mm, I'll be back. Yeah, exactly. And I've been back 10 times now. Nice. Sounds about right. So, I think our convenience services here are pretty incredible and make us feel like we're not missing anything at home, Um, which is, you know, it's important to know that when you're moving because you're like, oh, well, I can't leave. What about this amazing strudel that I always buy at my supermarket? I can't live without that. Well, you know, I guess you can because you're going to find it down here. Yeah, probably, or even something better. Yeah. So, I think, too, what we need to talk about is the expat community, right? Mm. For those who are looking to move down here... What can they expect? I mean, I grew up basically in an expat community. My parents moved down here almost 14 years ago. And I'm thinking, 
where the heck am I going? What is this? Mm-hmm. I was a teenager in high school and I was like, Mm-mm, no. And you moved down here and like within a few months, my friend, my parents were friends with a dozen other different American, Canadian, French mm-hmm. families. So and cool. I mean, the community down here just continues to grow yeah. on the outsides of PV in, in PV. They have associations, they have charities, they have different clubs get together. They have golf tournaments. Mm-hmm. I mean, tennis tournaments. They have yeah. everything. And also, they almost like take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, I know you're a foreign person in a foreign country. And I got you. I'm I here got, for you. I got you. Yeah. They have Facebook groups. I think it's called Everything You Need to Know About yeah. PV. That's a good one. You got a doubt about something or you need help with something, you just post it on there and there's a huge amount of, I think we're at, they're like at 60 or 70,000 people on that group. And there's, there's always somebody that's going to be able to help you out with the doctors, with, um, a vet, navigating, um, anything. So yeah, I think the community and also something that's really good. And I like a lot about them is they give, uh, they're always giving back to the community. It's not like they're just like, give me, give me, give me. No, like. With their associations and their organizations that they do, they do a lot of spay and neuter clinics. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of fundraising for underprivileged, different underprivileged yeah. or orphanages or yeah. low-income communities. communities. I mean, yeah. yeah, for sure, the the expat, you're never going to feel like you're the only one down here. No. Yeah. Every time I go to the store or I walk the street or I'm driving, I see 10, yeah. 12 different People yeah, from Canadians, US, yeah. can, everybody like it. So you're definitely not alone here and there is a large community. Yeah. And if you're looking to be involved in a large yeah, expat totally community, there are totally ways. I mean, you will have endless things to do yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for sure. sure. Definitely. So yeah, and you I won't be alone. Uh, another important note is that the local Mexican people here are so friendly. For sure. They're so welcoming. Never once did I ever feel like they didn't want me here or anything like always felt very welcomed and very cared for by the local people. And I think that's something super important to know when you're thinking about relocating is how are the local people going to respond to my presence? And I'll tell you this, they're going to absolutely love it. They're going to help you out with their Spanish. They're going to try and speak English to you as well. And they're going to be Sign really, language, everything. Yeah, exactly. And Your point will get across. <laughs> right. And they're going to have a smile on my face the entire time. I mean, the people of Puerto Vallarta... The locals are one of a kind. Well, they're, Mexican culture is really family yeah. based mm-hmm. and they're always really welcoming. And like, if you see in like, if you look at a Spanish movie or a Spanish story, it's the grandmother that's inviting right. the whole entire town to eat this meat or something that mm-hmm. she's making. So they're always, always family is large down here. Yeah. So everybody's always that. welcoming. Yeah, for that. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Puerto Vallarta is definitely a place like no other. And we cannot wait to share it with you all yes so we want to thank you guys for listening to us today and we will see you next time thank you guys stay tuned (laughs) bye we know you can't get enough tune in next time for another episode of real estate in paradise from that's right you guessed it puerto vallarta mexico